Stop talking. Start passing. This is not a pod session. We're getting high. <laughs> Speaking of high, well, hi, Bank. Hello, hello, Mister Skirtbag, <laughs> and welcome in, beautiful listeners, to another great episode of the Random Roommates Podcast. It's been about a week since we will we've be last podcast. We will be podcasting for about an hour of various sports topics, and we would like to sincerely apologize for last week's episode sounding like absolute garbage. Can't guarantee that this week's will look any better or sound any better, but we will do our best. <laughs> As we always do. Honestly, we got it. How are we? How we're doing? We're doing well, dude. I uh, whipped up some fire kebabs today. Little, we had some pork. Yeah, they're good. Um, we didn't do every plate this week, so we were just like, all right, like let's cook what we have. And I knew we had pork, and I was like, ooh, maybe like some pork kebabs. And then I was like, ooh, a little pineapple. We'll get like a Hawaiian, like some kind of marinade in there. So I did a uh, zucchini, bell pepper, onion, pineapple, pork um with sweet baby rays hawaiian barbecue sauce dude pineapple on the kebabs is always yeah. good i always put pineapple on my kebabs yeah yeah i uh was in the store and i was like i don't do i get a regular fucking pineapple with i didn't get chunks. a regular pineapple i just bought yeah. already yeah. cut That's up move. chunks That's the way pineapple yeah i was like i'm not fucking it's it's going to be messy enough fucking cutting up the pork. I don't need to be right, double right. messy. And how'd you pineapple. do the onions? Did you just do them like like triangle onions? or? Yeah. The onions yeah, like were for squares. me were always kind of hard to put on, like the, the kebab stick. Yeah, Lex, however, she cut onions the last time. There was like a half of an onion that was like massacred, like yeah. perfect. And, like, I, gotta, perfect I always like slice my onions. So the last time I made kebabs, I just like... Wasn't paying attention and started slicing an onion. I was like, wait, I got to put these on a stick. How is this going to work? <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, no, I feel that. Because um, I, I don't know how to do it yeah. either. Or how I would do it. Yeah. You have to like, cut it I've, down the it side t- or something. I wasted I half really an know. onion. And then I was just like, all right, I got to try and like chunk this onion. So I kind of just like weaseled my way around it. But yeah. Chunk it like chunk my it. fucking driver. You chunk your driver? <laughs> yeah. That's what it's like. <laughs> Dude. Sometimes. We, uh, we played we played golf Monday, and I actually I- had a swing, I think, on, like, the third or fourth tee box, where I, like, it was, like, a slight chunk. Like, I just, like, hit the ground and then hit the ball, but it, like, corrected my swing path, and I put it, like, 250 down the middle of the fairway. I was like, I hit the I hit the ground first, still hit the ball, and still hit it, like, straight down the middle of the fairway. I was like, I've never done that in my life. Nope, I just chunked the fucking tee box and As tear it all up. Not my golf course. Massacre that motherfucker. Um, but then Lex had this uh, street corn she got from Trader Joe's. Super easy. You just like throw it in the microwave, and it slapped. It was a little too spicy um, for her. Dude, I love street corn. Street corn's top tier. Street corn is yeah. good shit. Yeah, dude, it was bomb. It came with a little cheese to fucking mix in there. Woo! Um, but then went out, cleaned up some fucking dog duty, mowed the fucking front and the back, ripped it, ripped a shower. Now I'm here. Are we, we potting stinky? Oh, we're potting clean. Yeah, ripped a quick shower. Nice. Nah. Yeah, dude, it's tough. Um, 
not my entire backyard and front yard is grass, so some spots it's dirt, and where it's yeah. dirt, like the dirt is just flying up, dude. My lawnmower's got this thing on it. It says dust yeah. blocker, bull fucking dude, shit. Dude, my backyard growing anything. up was literally like we had a huge backyard and like a hill on the backside, and literally only half of it was actual grass, and the other was straight up dirt, like no grass, no weeds, nothing, just actual dirt. And so, like, we really only had to mow half of a lawn, but you would get on the the part where it would, like, start to turn from grass to dirt, and rocks would be just flying, dude. It was a war zone. Scary times. Yeah. Oh, yeah, not to mention that my backyard is... My backyard's filled with fucking pieces yeah, of cinder yeah. block Scary and times, shit like man. that. You might be putting out a window. Uh, hopefully I'm, not yeah, mine. I'm gonna put out a window. Hopefully it's my neighbor's or something. I don't know where that rock came from. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, was, wasn't, I wasn't even home today. What are you talking about? I just saw you. Lo- no, I just saw piece, you mowing your lawn. Yeah, no, that block. wasn't me, dude. I literally saw you. You had your white hat, your white T-shirt on, nah. your headphones in, with a beer in your hand. I saw you do it. Nope, wasn't me. Nah, I uh, <laughs> wasn't wasn't here. My lawn wasn't even cut. It looked. It looks like it was cut pretty nah, recently. No. Maybe like Dude, today. there's literally nah. three bags of lawn clippings sitting in your front yard. No, nah, yeah, that wasn't me. Didn't Somebody see must it, have dropped can't those count it. Yeah. Um, I, I'm i getting annoyed at uh, yeah. Riverside. We're going to have to get the fuck off Riverside. I, like, I heard Rocky. it, and then you said it, and I knew exactly what you were talking about. And, and you know what? It, it sucks, dude, because like... We were off Riverside for a minute, and then yeah. we're like, you know what, dude? Let's give it another chance. It's got a good, nice little studio set up. Like, we got our media board and all this, but they just can't get their shit right. Yeah, dude. Nah, like, that's the thing. The media board is nice. Like, the clips are nice. Like, the editing is nice. Like, some of their shit's nice. But, like, the f- actual recording and, like, us recording together it sucks, is too, because that's, like, trash. the most basic part of recording a podcast. Like, all the extra stuff, like, the clips and, yeah. As is all the, the most clips and all part. the editing stuff is, like, nice to have. But it's, like, over anything, we want, like, quality audio where we're not, like, hearing ourselves and our own headphones and, like, delayed. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I'm hearing me delayed, and you're hearing me delayed, and I know that. Like, I stopped talking, and then you Yeah, I'm the same way. I can hear, hear myself delayed, kind of. And then you will start talking once I hear my voice come through. Yeah, dude. Dookie. Dookie, dookie, dookie. Whatever. We'll get out of here. We're going on something better. Um, yeah, dude. Let's talk, into talk some sports, sports, man. What are we doing? We got some sports, which means that I can do some more, uh, some more <laughs> complaining. You know, not complaining about Riverside anymore, but uh, I guess media board doesn't want to work. So you know, should what, we dude? just keep complaining about? Should fuck we just Riverside. make this whole episode a fuck here. Riverside episode? Um, yeah, because like the <laughs> shit that's cool about them doesn't even work. So like, fuck off. Um, but we're complaining oh, about man. the fightings, the fightings. That's what we're complaining about. They're fucking. Yeah, horrendous. I've been thinking about this segment for weeks. So we get swept by the Mets. Lex and I honestly didn't watch the first game or the second game. You know, we've been doing too much living. Um, Friday, Kate 
Lex's sister came down. We spent the evening with her. Had a great day. Um, honestly, the Mets went up like six, seven, nothing. Phillies almost came back, but like couldn't couldn't ever get past it. I think it was like eight, six was the final somewhere around there. Um, game two, honestly, don't even know what the fuck happened. We spent the Champions League uh, final at AJ's house drinking. Went to her friend's place for uh, her friend's birthday or her friend's boyfriend's birthday. Um, got pretty zooted, just like hung out, didn't really drink there. And then Sunday, wake up, go into the city, have ourselves a whole fucking day, go to Mets Phillies game. And first inning, it's three nothing Mets. It's fucking horrendous. Um, we it was just bad, dude. Like errors defensively, like making the wrong decisions, like just like not doing what you should be doing as a professional baseball player. I wasn't even all on Zach Wheeler. There's only one earned run. Um, and then whatever, it's three, one, we get a run in. Um, and then by top of the eighth, Castellanos hits a two run dinger or a three run dinger puts us up, puts us up four, three. And this place was loud like the entire time. Cause they're winning three, nothing, three, one, the entire game. So it's like loud. They're chirping the whole time. And I, I just went crazy. Lex and I are like, I had a few beers, a few shots of tequila. And we were in there. We were drinking like all day. So like, by the eighth inning, I'm like I'm right. like, definitely not sober anymore to say the least. Um, so like I'm like let's go, let's go. Like I'm screaming like crazy, dude. And um, I sat down and I was like, <laughs> I'm gonna regret that. That the Phils are gonna blow this, and I'm gonna regret that. Um, and yeah, sure enough, dude, Corey Knebel comes in, blows the fucking save. It's we go into extras and he stays in in extras and they hit a fucking walk off home run. You know who hit a home run or they're not a walk off home run, just like a walk off um, RBI. I think it was a single. Um, in the ninth, Nick Plummer making his first major league start ever takes Corey Knebel, the dude that the Phillies just went out and paid this money to be their reliever, their saver. Come fucking oh, our bullpen's better now. Blah blah blah. You're giving up home runs to this dude in his first fucking game ever. It's probably his fourth or fifth at bat, and he's taking you yard, and you're supposed to be a closer. You're a fucking joke, Corey. Dude, the Phillies are a shit show right now, and it sucks to see because one. I was high on the NL East being like somewhat competitive this year. And the Mets are just, yeah, it's just not. The Mets and are just not. outshining everybody in that division. Um, are the Phillies still in second? or th- no, they're, Are they behind the Braves now? If they I, are, they they're still be, 12 dude. and a half games back, which is wild. Yep. And we'll see probably even more now because the Mets won today. The Phillies are now in fourth. In that wow. division, 13 that's, games that's, back. That might be one of the most shocking things of the MLB season so far, um, honestly. Yeah. So so let's carry on. Okay, that's that's Sunday night. Monday, Memorial Day. RIP to those who have made the ultimate sacrifice. Um, Corey Knebel. Comes in to fucking save the day, you know. Let's get the fuck out of here. Let's get a dub. <laughs> nah, bitch, you thought. Going in extras, losing in extras. Last night, gave up a run in the nine, three in the fucking 11th. That wasn't Corey, but still, our fucking bullpen. Dude, Horrendous, it's... dude. We've lost th- our last three games in extras because we can't fucking it's close. the our bullpen, bullpen can't close shit. the defense, and, like, the 
I feel like your guys' offense are either all hot at once or all just stone cold. Like, no, but there's no, like, consistency in the offense. Yep. Agreed. Yeah. Um. And now Gene Segura, who's been, honestly, one of our best players all year, is out yep, 10 to 12 I have him on my fantasy team. Finger. It's tough. Oof. Yeah. And Bryce, what, he didn't play today with a strained forearm which is probably, like, a mm-hmm. part of the UCL, right? Like, your your elbow's fucked up? Okay. It doesn't surprise me that your forearm's been kind of overcompensating. Right. Like the muscles right. in your forearm do you, think he, do you think he plays the field at all this year? Or do you think? Yeah, I think at some point. I think he was throwing. Oh, really? He was throwing a little bit. I think so. But who knows? Yeah, tough scenes point. in Philadelphia, man. It's, that's That's a bummer. Um. Before I, before, Corey Knebel, dude, just we signed him. I'm just upset about it because we signed him, and I was like, yeah, I don't know if it's really gonna be that great. I looked at his past couple seasons, and like, wasn't like too impressive. He was good like three years ago, but like last year and the year before were like and eh, like mediocre at best. Um, and he's been okay this year, dude. He's got. Three blown saves and only eight saves. Yeah, I mean, there's still a lot of ball left. He, can, very he good. can definitely turn things around, but there it's, is. It's tough. It's tough to to dig yourself out of a hole that the Phillies have have con. Do you think Joe Girardi finishes the season as a Phillies manager? I don't know, dude. Before I get off of Knebel, he's got a three four three ERA. That's not what no. I, that's not what you want out of your that's, closer. Like uh, that's like an averagely a um, little bit of better than average ERA as like a starter. And like that's given he's had like a handful of zero right. run innings. You know what I mean? But like he's also had some non earned runs, unearned runs. So I don't know. Um, but Joe Girardi, dude. So we're at fucking we're at this Mets game, and where he sends in a pitch hitter either in the ninth or the tenth, but like crunch time, right? Like gotta fucking mm-hmm. win this game. Who does he send in? Roman Quinn. I look up on the big board. Roman Quinn, pinch hitter for the Phillies. What's he batting this year? Wow, an astounding one seventy one. <laughs> Don't you guys have Ronald Torres on your bench, or is he starting? He's probably going to be starting now because. No, he's not starting. Johan Camargo's been starting. What's Didi up to? Oh, he is. He's hurt. Really? He hasn't played in, in a well, minute. What, in how like is a he long hurt? Time. Yeah. Do? Yeah. I don't remember honestly. That's sad, man. Let me see. Yeah, especially because he's like. He kind of started out on like a good a, a good note this season, um, and he but then like obviously got hurt and now he's in the minors. He just had a couple RBIs, home run, a couple RBIs the other day in minor league, um, but I don't know when he got hurt. Three weeks ago, he was placed on ten day IL. Going through a rehab assignment now. Yeah, um, a ooh, left knee sprain. Um, but yeah, he's in he's in the minor leagues now. 
He was batting 260 to start the season. No, I lied. I think that's I think those are his lifetime stats. If he comes back healthy, dude, that could he he could be a solid piece, especially since you just lost Segura for the foreseeable future. Yeah. But you're gonna need more than just a DD Gregorius to to turn your shit around. You guys will and you guys will. You'll go you'll go on a you'll go on yeah, a run. It's a just a miracle. matter of when and how long it will last. Yeah. Not very long, I don't think. We I mean I could see like at the best like a seven game win streak, but shit, we've already we're on a five yeah. game losing streak right now. I think we're up one currently. Who are you playing now? That's the last I saw. I, the Giants. I that's another thing. Like your guys' schedule has been like pretty tough so far. I think like almost half of your games have been against like the Dodgers and the Mets. We've played the Mets a lot this year, and so like obviously down the second half of the season, we won't see the Mets yeah. as often. I think we only play that. We only have two more games against the Mets. Actually, I think Lex and I two are more games or two more two series? games against them for the rest of the year. Two more games. We've won two wow. game series. Wow, that's wild. It's only June first. Yeah, I know, but we've already had like three yeah. Or that's four how the Yankees and the Orioles them. are. I think. I think we only have like one, like four game series left against them, and it's not till August. We've already played like I think like thirteen games against them, something like that. But then, like on the flip side, we haven't played that many series against the Nationals or the Marlins or the Braves. That's what I'm saying. You get a bunch of games stringed together with those teams, and who knows? Like they're they're not very good. So maybe that's where you guys kind of go on your stretch. Yeah, maybe like. The Marlins are only 20 and 27, so maybe their schedule is flipped where they're now playing some of the easier teams and they're kind of the same record as us that we're playing harder teams. Like, maybe we're actually right, a much right. better team than them, than them. And then, like, you know, when we face them at the, at, you know, the second half of the season, like, we should be able to win in those series, hopefully win in series against the Nationals. And, like, when you think about, like, our out-of-division games, we've already had, like, two or three series with the Dodgers. I, I know we had at least two because we had one there and one here, and I think we might have had two here. But I know we had at least one here. Like, we probably right. shouldn't play them right. again for well, the Well, that's of the changing. Year. The uh, MLB schedule, I think, starting next year is going to be um, you have your in-division games, and then you play each team in the entire league at least once. Which is... Right, but that would add in more AL matchups and, like... Like the Dodgers don't NL team, so we still would normally play them like right, a few that's series. True, but you're also you're going to be able to snag some games against like the bad AL teams, like the Orioles, the you know the Tigers. Yeah, yeah. I think that's good, dude. I think that's what you should do, right? Like, it, and especially, I think it just like helps the fan base. If you know, like, I'm going to get at least one series every year against this team, right? Then it's like, that's, you know, those are games that, like, fans can go to and, like, fans are going to want to tune into. Like, in NBA and the NHL, that's how it is. Like, I'm going to play, you play each team at least a home game once every right. year against every team, I believe. Um, So it's like, if if I'm living out in Phoenix for some, you know, if I had to move to Phoenix, right, I know that at some point, I'm going to get to see the Sixers when they come yeah. to Phoenix. And, like, 
if it was if it was the same in the MLB, it's like I can see the fills when they go right. to Arizona. And I feel and like I mean I watch literally every single Yankees game, dude, and it'd be fun for like the hardcore fans of like teams to be able to be like, oh, dude, like we finally get to watch teams that we never watch. Like I couldn't tell you the last time I watched the Yankees and like the Cubs yeah. play or like the Yankees and Diamondbacks or Giants or any of those teams. It's like maybe in the World Series we'll see those teams, but other than yeah. that, got to make the World Series first, though. And then, like, even though you're leaving Myrtle, like, if you were still in Myrtle, it would be like, I can go do a weekend in fucking Atlanta and right. go see the Yankees that Braves. That would be sweet. And, like, go check and out the city. it's weird because, like, you know the I mean? spring training is set up where it's, like, the Grapefruit League and all these different leagues. And it's, like, we played, like, we played you guys in spring training, like, seven times. Yeah, that's just because of that's where like, the, our th- like you're set spring, up, like yeah, uh, yeah, whatever the fuck they're called, facilities are. Yeah, because there's like a handful in Florida, a handful in Arizona, and a handful somewhere else. But it shakes out to like three leagues, summer or right. spring training leagues. Yeah, I'm excited to be able to see see the Yanks play some teams that we don't normally see, and just like vice versa. Like we just need some diversity. Like I hate watching the Yanks Orioles play 15 times a year. Yeah, dude, and at the same and like that will help you get like a better understanding of like who the best teams in baseball are and like especially when it comes to wild card spots. Like I get it, like the teams that win their division, like you won your division, right? You 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 beat the teams in your division more times than they beat you probably. You should you deserve to go to the playoffs in advance. But for the wild card spots, right? Now it'll be more even because everybody's non-division games are going to be like right. evenly dispersed throughout the league instead of kind of being more heavily like weighted towards like a few teams, right? Like we've played the NLS a lot. We have the Dodgers and the Giants. So it's going to be harder for the NLS teams to get a wild card spot versus because you some play of the, the other harder teams. teams more time. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Right. Right. And like if the NL East gets – you know, that year, like, they're matched up with the AL East because, like, we don't always play the Yankees. But if we're matched up with the AL East, obviously the AL East is stacked. That's going to put us at a disadvantage compared to the other NL divisions that don't have their, like, yeah, like inner the, like the NL Central plays, uh, like games with the, the AL, AL East. Central or, you know what I mean? Like, there's just some divisions in yeah. baseball that are so much stronger than some other ones. And, like... Was it? I think the AL Central has like the Guardians and like uh, the White Sox and the no no the Cubs are NL. Um, Who is it? Cubs are NL. Guardians, the White Sox, the Twins. But like that's that's a that's a division that the Yankees would win, dude. That's a division the the Yankees would win every year. Like maybe the White Sox give us some competition, but even then, like they're not. They're not like a top team in the AL. Dude, the only team above 500 in that division is the Twins. They're 30 and 21. But then, like in the AL East, you have Yankees 34 and 15, Blue Jays 28 and 20, Rays 28 and 21. Like all those teams above 500. And then the Red Sox are always a good squad. Yeah. They're 23 and 27. The Orioles have been surprisingly better than I was expecting, too. They've, They've taken a few games. Yeah. They got yeah, twenty one wins, dude. That's not too bad. The the um Pittsburgh Pirates have a better yeah, record. They're than the like Phillies. what twenty one and twenty seven or something like that. 
Yeah. Phils are 21 and 29. 420 nice. winning percentage. Hell yeah. <sighs> yeah. I, I don't have any optimism for the Phils. You want to talk um, about the Yankees? Yeah, I'll do a quick Yankees recap. I don't really have much to say. We just keep winning. We dropped two to the Rays, or we split with the Rays, dropped the last two. So that kind of that's a little bit of a stinger when you have a four game set against a team that, you know, is probably your biggest like competition in your own division. You take the first two and you're like, all right, let's win let's win the series tomorrow and take three out of four. Yeah, and now then, let's yeah, split I mean I'll take a least. split with the Rays any day of the week, especially with how good the Yankees are right now, but Losing back to back nights against the Rays is like, uh, it's like, damn, like I'm okay with a split, but I will, I really would have loved at least three out of four. Um, you really and then three. We have the Angels yeah. at home now. Game tonight got postponed. We're gonna have a doubleheader tomorrow. Um, whooped up on the Angels last night. That was a fun um, game to watch. Put on the Yankees. Put on an absolute defensive clinic last night, dude. Dude. So I last night I was eating dinner, and then I was talking to my grandma for a little bit, and then I was like, all right, I'm gonna go watch the Yanks. Um, tuned in literally five pitches late, like not even, not even like three minutes after the start time, five pitches late, there were two outs and judge was in the middle of robbing a home run. When I tuned in, I was like, Oh my God, like crazy start to this game. And then the Yankees got out of the inning. Um, it was zero, zero going into the bottom yeah. of the first. And then I think we put up like four runs in the first, like Mike Trout, like had a ball come off his glove, trying to make a diving catch. Glaber Torres hit a triple off the wall and then like slid into third and his momentum took him off the bag and he got tagged out, but he also scored two. Joey Gallo made a nice play in the field. I was like, dude, the amount of action in this game and it's only been 10 minutes is crazy. But um, it was like, it was kind of like that all game. This dude. Is like, great. The Yanks were just firing on all cylinders last night. Monty went like seven innings pitched, one earned run on like some dinky home run to left field. Um, Everyone was hitting Jose Trevino's like, turning out to be such a steal like he's we don't really have a catcher right now since we traded gary but higgy has not done anything since uh spring training he dude he led the league in home runs in spring training and then as soon as the regular season started like i think he has like maybe seven hits and jose trevino is like one of the best defensive catchers in the league with his framing ability which is super fun to watch because he steals so many strikes and then last night he goes like Three for four with a home run, a double, a couple runs batted in. It's just been fun to watch, man. It's like completely different than what it was like watching the Yankees last year, where every game was like either a nail biter or you just like didn't have a great feeling about it. Like, dude, we could go into like the bottom of the eighth inning down by three, and I'm still like fully confident that we're going to score some runs and at least make it a game. And it ha- it's happened pretty much every time that we've been in that situation, but. Yeah, best. I think we're tied with the Dodgers for the best record in baseball right now. Maybe the Mets, but nah. It's I was looking at it. it's it's tight at the top, low key. You got Dodgers at thirty three and sixteen, um, Brewers at thirty two and nineteen, Mets at thirty five and seventeen, and then Yanks thirty four and fifteen. Astros thirty three and eighteen. Yeah, dude, the uh, top like seven teams this year, because I feel like in baseball the top like five to seven teams are always like, you know, there's always like four or five game gaps. Like there's always a top dog, 
are, there's always a top top dog, a top dog, and then like two or three like good teams that are like kind of in the mix there. But like this year, it feels like they're all yeah. like one or two games split. Yeah, I think I mean all those teams that I just made are named are over thirty wins and under twenty losses. Um, the Yanks do have the best winning percentage at six ninety four. Um, because you have the, you have the fewest losses in the league. Yeah, I mean, we've also had like a lot of like I feel like we've had more not recently, but we started the year with like two two off days in like two weeks. There we've had a few games postponed for rain and just been weird. Like even tonight, yeah, today was postponed. Today was postponed. I mean, postponed. we're gonna be making it up tomorrow, but um, yeah, it's just weird how like the MLB schedule works sometimes because. Like we just played before Memorial Day, we played twenty three games in twenty two days. Yeah, I think we went fifteen and eight Dang. in that stretch. So I'll take it, dude. It's it's been fun to watch. Um. Also, yeah, this isn't not like. Bad. I mean, I guess it's baseball news, but Derek Jeter is now on Twitter and Instagram, and it's been such a joy to see him like actually interacting with like fans and stuff. And it's like. Because there was a point where it's like I got used to seeing him every day watching the Yankees, and then for like eight years he was just gone, never saw him, nothing. Nothing. And then I got on Twitter the other day and talking Yanks. I have like their Twitter notifications on, and they I got a notification that just said yeah. go follow the Brody, and it was like a, with a Twitter link. So I was like, oh, I wonder who they're talking about. And I clicked on it, and I just saw at Derek G or verified. I was like, oh, what? That's awesome. <laughs> so I went through and like watched all of his stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Dope. Fire flames. Um, we can move on to our, our next topic, which is going to be one that brings Jordi your face, which is, uh, oh, Real Madrid taking home the gold medal at the Champions League final. How fucking embarrassing is that? I mean, I just said they got the gold medal. I don't know. They got first. So they got a trophy. Dude, like. I, uh, I didn't want, I didn't want to get my hopes too high because before the game, I was like, dude, Real Madrid has this magic this year, but like. Liverpool's a really good squad, so I don't want to, like, talk my shit yet. But, dude, never – they are the kings of Champions League. Like, never count – like, every year, bro, they're never, like, oh. Like, they're at least going to get knocked out in, like, the quarters or the semis. Like, they're always there every year no matter the squad they have. And it's amazing to see, like, the turnaround of the quality in their squad since Ronaldo left. And I feel like a lot of, like, the that core squad kind of left. Like, Ramos was yeah. gone. I know uh, Keeler Navas was a big part of our Champions League run. Gareth Bale, even though he's still on the team, hasn't played, and I don't even know how long. And this was his last year. Marcelo just finished up his career at Real Madrid. But it's like our young core and our young talent is just as exciting, and I feel like there hasn't been any drop-off in quality. And I was super bummed when Mbappe yeah. snubbed us, but Vinicius this year has like lived up to his hype and – I'm very excited to like see what he does for us in the upcoming years. Um. Also, gotta shout out my man Courtois, dude. Yeah, he you played guys out do of have his a... mind, bro. Out of his mind. I was gonna say that. Um. We all say, well, not we all, but like you know, me and you, and uh, you know, I was talking to AJ, and he said the same thing, dude. Like. Real Madrid did Keeler Navas so dirty, dude. He was so good for them. They're like, nah, see ya. And no, like, Courtois was not good at the start of his Real Madrid career. But this, he made uh, a couple fingertip saves that like Keeler Navas just might right, not make right. because he's not that long. You know what I mean? 
Um, and that's what you get when he's on his game and he's the best goalie in the world, which, you know, like a few years ago, people were like, yeah, Courtois is literally the best keeper in the world. Then he went to Madrid and he kind of shat his pants a few times. Um, which is which is wild because guys before fun, he played but, I mean, for he Chelsea, showed up. he played in Madrid. Like he played for Atletico and he was a stud for Atletico. So I guess it was just like the kind of like the heaviness of the like the badge, like the Real Madrid is like, you know, arguably the most famous soccer club in the world but yeah he's really settled in dude and he's been absolutely rock solid all year and the way he played in that champions league final dude i couldn't even tell you there were like four or five times where i was sitting there watching it and like mo Salah was like one-on-one or not even one-on-one but had like an opening on goal and i was just like damn this is where this is where it happens and he would just make like a miraculous like drop down like fingertip save or like a save off of his foot or something and i love the passion like they would celebrate like some of his saves like they were goals and it was awesome dude just as well, they are just yeah, as good man. as goals sometimes dude like you're you're either staying where you are or you're going down one and that's just and as guess good what as we needed going up one. it's not even it's like not going like, down oh one. It, like we needed every single save he made because we only won one nothing yeah um one nothing yeah, um, yeah, that was on that, one. that was that was um, a, not that, a good yeah, call. Dude, that was bullshit. the The reason that they didn't call, or the reason that they did call that offsides, is because they said that the defender was not playing the ball, so like it was a deflection off of him, and it wasn't, and it was still a pass from the Real Madrid player. But AJ comes out and he's like, he's playing the fucking ball. That's why he's sliding. He's sliding literally to block the ball. Like that's what he's doing. He's trying to intercept the ball. He's playing the ball. That's if he's not playing the ball, wait, then he's be, playing the person, dude. No, no, yeah, he's playing and if he's the ball, playing that's the his person, goal. That's a foul in the box. So at the very least, it should be a penalty. Right. But it wasn't a foul because the man played the ball right, and the ball right. came off of his foot when he slid into it, and then it dropped to Benzema and he put it away. And I was like, dude, yeah. this just like. I don't know how you get that wrong on the biggest stage. Like next to the World Cup, the Champions League is the biggest stage in the world. Yeah, I know. Yep. Um I made me feel good. Wig, I taught Wig the offsides rule. He was like, it doesn't matter where the goalie is, it just has to be if there's a defender behind him and that defender was on the goal line. And I was like, No, 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 Wig, you need to have two defenders behind you. But, like, usually it's always right, the goalie. Like, right. nine times out of ten, you know, or more than that, like, the goalie is the last man back. But in this, like, odd, like, one-off, like, the goalie was up. And Van Dyke was actually the second guy back. But Van Dyke was, like, a maybe, you know, a half a step higher. Like, he was a little higher right. off the six than Benzema was. So it would have been offsides there. That made me feel good because Wiggs, like, you know, a soccer yeah, dude through and, and through. It's, I, like you said earlier, like, they explained it like, oh, he's not playing the ball. But... It's like, how are you going to say he's not playing the ball? What else would you be playing, dude? You, the only right. reason you make what, tackles exactly. in soccer is to get the ball. Like, that's the main reason. Like, people argue fouls. It's like, no, he played the ball first because he was trying to play the ball. Yeah, uh, yeah. Um, Tough scenes, but at least you got the dub. Um, Wig had some money on Benzema scoring and, and, like, being the first goal scorer. He had a bunch of, like, crazy parlays he put together and, like, that would have made him at least positive on the day. Yeah. Like out of all of his plays, back, that's tough, um, dude. That's tough for him. Oh, uh, can we talk about? Can we um, talk about how Liverpool but, like threw a parade for winning their dinky little English Cup like the day after they lost in the Champions League final? 
Did you? Yeah, you didn't see that, dude. Did if they really? Going Alexander or what? Not what, no. what's his name? Trent Alexander Arnold. Trent on his like Twitter, Arnold? he posted a video of him like on top of a bus, like dancing and celebrating, and like the whole city of Liverpool is like cheering him on. I was like, you guys just lost a heartbreaker in the Champions League final, and you're celebrating like it wasn't even the FA Cup. That's and in saying, the Premier dude. League, dude, like the City had to have a rem- miraculous win to not win it, and you didn't win the Premier That's what League. I'm you lost and it by like a throwing point. like a huge celebration. Like I thought, I thought it was like fake at first because I thought it was like, oh, yeah. like, this is what it would have looked like if we won the Champions League. But no, they were like actually celebrating like the the domestic cup that they won. Damn, yeah, they won uh, the FA Cup yeah, and, and the I league think what cup. they were celebrating was the League Cup. But they didn't win the yeah, Premier League I would be, or the Champions If I was a League. Liverpool fan and I saw that, I would be so embarrassed, dude. I would just be like, what are we doing? What are we doing? Real Madrid, no, they, they had, had well, they got the double, if, the, right? if you count they got La Liga. the Super Cup, then they won three three trophies this year. But I don't really count the Super Cup as like part of a treble. It's, I'm not going to be like, oh, we won the treble because that's La Liga, Champions League, and Copa del Rey, in my humble opinion. Yeah, I feel the same way about the English League Cup. Like, I mean, the goal is to do the quadruple, but if you could do FA Cup, that's a Premier tre- League yeah, Champions yeah. League. Like, that's so, the English. I'm not. Treble. I'm not like, oh, Real Madrid won the treble, but we did win three trophies. But the Super Cup's kind of like, eh, I don't really care about the Super Cup. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But dude, La Liga, it's a solid year, man. League, like, especially year. for a team that really wasn't like on anybody's radar at the beginning of the season. Like they weren't they weren't favorites to be like nah. Champions League favorites or, or Lolly. Right. They're just a to young do any squad fucking kinda thing. like in a rebuilding mode with some old heads that were like before the season people were like, is Benzema on his way out? Bring in Holland. Ramos is gone. Gareth Bale's leaving. Marcel's probably on his last year. We went out there and just balled out all year, dude. It was sick. You think Benzema's yeah, gonna I think come he back? Comes though? back for another year or two especially after the year he just said did you see what yeah, Messi me said? i don't he, see how he couldn't he was like flat out he's like benzema deserves a ballon d'or like what he did um like acting as like a pivotal role in the knockout stages in the champions league brought it back to madrid and like played a major part in their la liga yeah. title like he's through and through ballon d'or winner in my opinion you know when Messi saying when, when Messi said hat tricks and back to back the owner of the ballon d'or yeah yeah. Um, speaking of Messi, Argentina won the what's it called UEFA Cup of Champions today. Didn't even they beat know that Italy was a in the thing, final. To be honest, me neither. And then um, I was looking up Chiellini to see because yeah. he's come to the MLS. I want to talk about that. Um, and it was like Chiellini was like saying he's like oh like I I'm excited like my last national game or international game ever like for italy is gonna be against messi like the greatest player of all time blah 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 um and i was like oh there's a game today hmm. i uh and then yeah argentina won i think it I'm was not a fan I saw of two nothing the world cup not being in the summer oh dude i was thinking about that um three nothing was the final that Bala scored one in the 94th um I was thinking about that, and I tweeted about it. Honestly, the World Cup being in Qatar is ever literally done, the dude. worst thing that FIFA ever, has of ever all time. done. First of all, they don't have any because fucking people die stadiums. trying to build them. <laughs> they don't even have stadiums. 
Yeah, it's a, literally a human tragedy fucking trying to build these stages, stadiums. stadiums. World's largest yeah. stages. I world's largest stages. Um, Like, people are dying fucking building these stadiums, and we're going to do it anywhere at there anyway because they're so fucking corrupt. And it's so hot, you can't even play there in the summer, so we have to move it to November, which is just going to fuck up the whole schedule for every other uh, league. Dude, I didn't even think about that. Yeah. Like, are we just going to put, like, La Liga and Premier League and Champions That's League on hold terrible, for, like, a dude. month? On hold for a month? Right. Like, you could do, like, you can do, like, all right, right, international break for a weekend. You go play three or two or three World Cup qualifiers. That's fine. Not a big deal. <laughs> World Cup international break? Yeah, you're, take a month? you're, like, training with your club squad one day. Or it's like, because, you know, not everybody on the club squads are, like, playing in the World Cup because... They're not everyone's on the national team, so they're just like, all right, exactly. see you in a month. Like, good luck. At least in the summer, like, no, there's no actual club yeah. soccer going on, so it's like the perfect time to do it. Plus, just the vibe of a World right. Cup summer is unmatched, dude. Like, right now, dude, we should be getting ready for the World Cup in like yeah. two weeks. Like, that's how close we are to like when that usually starts. Yeah. And we're not. And instead, I'm over here bitching about <laughs> Gork Neville and the goddamn Phillies. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you, FIFA. Uh, I'm clipping that. That's funny. My dog just tripped running up the stairs. Uh, yeah, man. Soccer is... Uh, they. I'm excited for the World Cup because it's the World Cup, obviously. But it's just going to feel so weird this year. Like it do- It's still it's June, and it still doesn't feel like a World Cup. Yeah, it is. It's going to be cold. Gonna I be feel like cold. all the games. Have we even seen, like, when are the games going to be played? When Are we, are we going to have to be watching these games at, like, 2 a.m.? I don't know. No, no. I don't think so. I think that the USA-England game is on uh, Good Friday. Oh, wow, Friday. two completely different. <laughs> I was going to say. Um <laughs> Yeah, no, no, no. It, the tournament starts in November, and the group stage is going to be April. wrapping up in, <laughs> before Easter. Um, that'll be fun, though, as long as it's not like – like, I don't know the time zone where Qatar is compared to us, so I don't know, like, what time. I think it's going to be at a good time. Let me see if I can get the the uh, World Cup TV schedule. Because that would be sick, like, like right after Thanksgiving and then a USA-England World Cup game. Like, the next day. Let me see. So let me get the USA games. Match day one, we play November 21st or the 22nd at 2 p.m. 2 p.m. Um, here, like Eastern match time? Match day two. Oh, nice. Yeah. Match day two we get is Black Friday, 2 p.m. Match day three is November 29th, 2 p.m. Okay. That's not bad. Two p little two two p.m. games. Oh, uh, that one's against Iran. We should get out of our. We should get out of our group. Nah. I think, dude. It looks like all of the games are like ten or eleven a.m. Oh no, I lied. Mostly like eight a.m., ten a.m., two p.m. There's a handful of five a.m. games. Senegal and Netherlands, Netherlands, no Argentina, night games, Saudi though. Arabia, Morocco, Croatia, nah, Switzerland, Cameroon, nah. Yeah, that's the thing. Like, I'm not gonna be able to go. I'm that not gonna go to a bar <laughs> and watch the World Cup and like celebrate. 
I'm just gonna be working, and I'm on. gonna be like, "You guys watching the World Cup? <laughs> nope, just me." All right. Quarterfinals are. Uh, oh wait, round of sixteen is ten a.m. and two p.m. Quarterfinals are ten a.m. and two p.m. Semifinals are two p.m. and the final is going to be a ten a.m. game on December eighteenth. Little like pre-Christmas World Cup final. That's gonna that's gonna feel weird. Yeah, freezing. gonna be fucking freezing. Do you remember? Do you remember December eighteenth? Uh, that's a Sunday. Like, I think it was twenty fourteen World Cup in Brazil. Do you where they remember? had to like take timeouts in the middle of the games, drink water because it was so hot? Yeah, because it was so hot. Yeah, they might be doing that same shit. Yeah. Well, I mean, they are pushing it back, but if they weren't, they'd be doing it every ten minutes because it's gonna be like yeah, one hundred fifteen. Try to summer. play soccer in that weather. One hundred twenty. So I, I get why, but hey, how about we just don't have it in Qatar? Yeah. Yeah, who the fuck is Qatar? They don't even have <laughs> yeah, stadiums. Dude. They got stadiums now. They're built out of fucking shipping <laughs> containers. Ass. Oh man, what do uh, what do we got next on our plate? Let's move on. Ridiculous. All right, we got the Philadelphia Union who go to New England and they get another draw. And we're actually not in first in the East anymore. We dropped the second. NYC FC is one point ahead of us, and they also have one game less played. Oh, uh, that's tough. It's a tough look. Draw, dude. I've had so many draws this year. Yeah. So many draws. Like, we have, like, one loss, maybe. I think we have one loss. I know if we were undefeated still. But, like, literally, I think we only have the one loss, and but it's just draws. I guess it's better than Lost City, but... Turn the turn a few of those draws into wins. One hundred percent. We have six wins, seven draws, one loss. Yeah, dude, you turn two of those draws into wins, and we're like looking pretty healthy in the standings. Especially with NYCFC with a game in hand. Exactly. Yeah. Um. But whatever. I mean, still a decent amount of soccer left to play. And yeah, Chiellini, he's going to come to LAFC. Um, that should be finalized this yeah, week or that. next week. That's pretty fucking dope. Um, I love the old heads coming here to retire. I mean, it's not. I mean, he just literally just played in the game for Italy and he has been a stud for Juventus. Is he? And, like, do you think he's still solid? Is he going to be able to start like this season? Like, is he going to come over midseason and just hop into the squad? I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I was wondering that. I, I'm not really sure. I didn't look too much hmm. into it. That'll be interesting to see. Yeah, I guess we'll see. We'll keep the folks updated on it. Um, Then we get, get in here, get into the National Basketball Association. Um, In the conference finals, the Warriors took care of the Mavs four games to one. Um. Celtics take game seven in Miami to win that series four games to three. Won me a little bit of cashola in the process. Not too much, but a little bit. Um, Heat Warriors NBA Finals starts tomorrow, tonight for the listeners. At least the ones I can listen to it when it comes out on that day. Um, 
Only game two and game seven are at 8 p.m. All the other ones are at 9 p.m. <laughs> so I'm not going to watch any of it. Uh, yeah, I hate. Yeah. I, um, dude. Who you got? I want to see the Celtics win because our friend Jake is a huge Celtics fan and I've just like seen enough of the Warriors winning. It's kind of getting old. Um, but I think the Warriors probably probably take care of business and win. They're just too good of a squad, dude. They're too they're they're too like seasoned yeah, in the playoffs. They just have too many veterans that have been there so many times. They are. I think it's going to be a really good matchup, though, because both teams are, like, guard-driven with one big, and it's fucking Draymond and Al Horford, and outside yeah. of that, it's really all guard action. But it's gonna, it'll be interesting. Um, I think Tatum is kind of, like, uh, going to be, like, a, a matchup kind of mismatch um, just because of his length compared to some of the Warriors' guards. Um, and I'm excited to see... Uh, how Marcus Smart plays on the defensive end, right? Like he, that's his, that's his thing. He's a defensive guy. He's a stud. Um, but I'm interested to see kind of their tactics. Who's he? Who's he going to mark? Is he going to be on Steph or Clay? Um, what kind of impact he's going to have? I think it's going to be fun, dude. Jalen Brown's yeah, going to ball out. I think this is thing. probably the best like neutral fan matchup that we could have gotten with the teams that were left after the. Um, semifinals like the conference finals came and I was like out of those four teams I think the Warriors Celtics would be the best matchup and it happened so it's good for neutral fans dude the NBA playoffs this year have been so boring like we really haven't yeah so so many blowouts blowouts, has there been any games that went into OT I don't think there's been a single game not that I can remember I don't. Yeah, that's don't wild. Think so. The NBA playoffs are usually packed. No, for a drama I mean too. I don't watch there's them all. Hasn't but... been that that it factor this year. Yeah, they're trash this year. But um, so we can move on to yeah. the, the good playoffs, which is the NHL playoffs. Um, Rangers go down to Carolina and they fucking take care of business. Score too early, you know. Go on, win that game. They are currently tied one one. Uh, yep, tied 1-1 with the Tampa Bay Lightning in game one over there. What's that at? Is, are they into the second period yet? Probably, right? We've been on here for almost an hour. Yeah. Probably, yeah. Yeah, they gotta be. Yeah, let's go Rangers, man. I'm uh, Let me see rooting for the here. Rangers from here on out for this year. Oh, oh I lied. The Rangers oh, nice. are up, they're up nice. 2-1. Yeah, let's jump on the second. lightning early, get a nice little one, maybe two-game lead before we drop one. We're in New York right now, right? Yeah, they got they got home, yeah. home ice advantage, I'm pretty sure. Yep, yep. Dude, Zibanejad is so fucking yeah, good. Dude. He's, Did you he's see, so was nice. it him that had that crazy, like, 25-mile-an-hour breakaway goal in Game 7? Did you see that? I think it was. Nah. I saw the I think first it was two. Him. I didn't see the last one. There was, one, one, dude, away, there was so. one where he was coming up the left side of the ice and received a pass like right before the line, the offsides line, and just like literally just flew by this guy and like de- kind of deked out the goalie and put it in with his backhand. Like the typical like, like Chell goal, like club, like pro clubs and Damn. Chell. Like when you just go one way and like cut it yeah, back to yeah. your backhand and just drop it in. And 
like they played the replay and they're like, hey, it clocked in at 25 miles an hour. And I was like, dude, that's insane when you think about it, when you're on skates in that like Moving. small of a confined area with other people around you, that you can get up to that speed that fast on skates. That's crazy. I know. Yeah, dude. Today, his first goal today, um, they were on a break. It was a two-on-one. He got the puck and like he went to shoot it. Fake shot, just slid across the goal. Fucking Chris Kreider buried it in that. Um, it was beautiful. Shit, like completely deked the defender. He thought he's hundred percent shooting that. Faked him out of his boots, just a little cheeky slide across, and you know it, the goal there's, he played it well. But it was so a good satisfying finish. about seeing dangles in hockey and just deeks. Like, yeah, it's nice and it's nice to see like an like a crossover yeah. in the NBA. But when someone pulls it off in hockey, there's just like a level of like skill that you can appreciate more because the dude's on skates on ice. Like, <laughs> yeah, I really like, no yes, passes dude. I was watching, uh, like a best of 2021, 2022 NBA season highlights. And there was this one pass. I think it was, I forget who it was. It might've been Luca actually where he, Oh yeah, it was dude. He like went, he drove towards the rim and like was, uh, like pulling a double team on him. And so he, like, went up to, like, put up a layup and just, like, double-handed the ball like this and, like, threw it back behind his head without looking and caught a guy in the corner and, dude, just splash it from the corner. And I was like, oh, my God, dude. Like, the awareness to just, like, one, to have that awareness to begin with and then, two, to, like, put the ball in his hands with speed without even seeing where he's at, just the awareness to know where he is is so athletic. Um, I tell you, I watched a Rondo, like a two minute Rondo highlight clip. Like it was some like account. It might've been like sports center or something like that. Um, was like Rondo has like a dumb, nasty highlight tape. So then it's like a swipe, right? You know, just like a two minute clip of him just like dunking on motherfuckers, but also just like, dude, the sickest no look passes. And he, dude, I think he might be the best behind the back passer of all time. Like so many just yeah. money behind the back passes. And then it opened up to him just like faking oh, it up behind the back that. and then bringing I, yeah. it back for a wide open layup because everybody knows everybody knows he's got that behind the back in the fucking bag um so like when he fakes it they bite on yeah. it so hard wide open rim the, and uh, it's just fucking I think my favorite play of the 2022 nba season was the full court like john ja morant in the corner three like at the halftime buzzer you know what i'm talking about that was one of that was one. I think that is the yes, best play yes, I think yes, I've ever seen nasty. on a basketball court, where he can just catch a full court inbound pass like to a T, literally in the corner, the corner of the corner of the court, catch it in the air and still be able to shoot it and cash it like at the buzzer. Like that's that's like a play you dream of as Bang. like a kid, dude. Yeah. You don't even you don't even know that that play is possible. You don't even dream about that. Right. You, you dream of hitting that buzzer full beater, court pass. but you're not like, oh, <laughs> yeah. there's going to be an inbound pass, fucking full court. Tom Brady is yeah. hitting me in the corner. It's not on even the dime, like I'm, I'm standing on the court block. when I catch the ball. I'm already in the air. That's like an alley. It's like what's that game? Twenty one or a knockout or whatever or taps? You yeah, play taps. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Twenty one taps. From three point range yeah. in the NBA yeah. in the corner at the buzzer, full court. That's crazy. <laughs> Call it a day. Call it a day. Um, back on track to the NHL. We got the other. The Western Conference is 
Colorado and Edmonton. Colorado won game one by yeah, a score that was of a crazy eight game six. last night, dude. It was like three to three in the first period. Yeah. Um but I mean that would be fun. <laughs> it looks fun. Dude, <laughs> imagine being at that goals witnessing that. Like Yeah. Dude, the yeah, entire dude. time and is excitement. Like... If you're a neutral fan at that yeah, game, and in between you're cheering periods, every second. You know, they do all like that fun stuff for like fan engagement. It's like, dude, just get back to the game. That was way more exciting than anything you're about to do. Yeah, get um, them boys back note, out here. Completely off topic, but I'll make it quick. I started from the top watching. Um, uh, now we're here. Oh wait, start, start from, from the bottom, bottom here. No, um, why can't I think of it? The the Philadelphia show, Always Sunny in Philadelphia. I've never, I've always seen like random yeah, episodes, yeah. like when you had it on, or just like I never like got into it, and I was like, ah, I see it all over Twitter, like it looks funny. Let me start it, dude. One of the funniest shows I've ever watched. Like hilarious, dude. It is, and it's, it's like. Yeah, just before yep. cancel culture so they're able to be like a little bit racist and a little bit homophobic and it's it it's like they don't cross yes, the line dude. and it's, it's fucking like, hilarious. Like, so, like exactly like you said like some of the jokes like came up especially in like the early seasons because it was it's kind of an old show but like some of the jokes would come up and be like damn like you can't say that now but yeah. like that's kind of what makes it funny dude nah yeah, they literally have the whole like their first or second episode is when uh, D is like trying to date a black dude, and it, there's just like a handful of like oh yeah, yeah. semi racist things yeah. that are funny um, throughout that episode, and like like there's one part where he's like we're like oh like you're related, and then like no like why do you think like all black people are related blah blah blah. Um and they were like, oh no no like we we didn't we didn't mean that yeah. and they just like don't really know what to say and then like at the end of the episode like he's related to the black chick yeah, that yeah, uh, Charlie yeah, meets yeah. at the at the college or whatever and and then and then Mac or whatever is like oh so <laughs> see you all are related and it's racist. like that's fucking <laughs> yeah. racist and it but it kind of it's kind of funniest dude you know what I made the connection I was at uh so after golf Monday. I went over to Austin's and we were just watching it, like hanging out, eating some hot dogs from Memorial Day. And I made the connection in my head. Charlie is like the epitome of Shane. They're the same. Like they talk the same way and they kind of just have that like, oh, I don't know. I don't know. It's just what I like. You know what I mean? Like they kind of have like that same cadence to the way they talk. And I was like, bro, Charlie yeah, is Shane. Like yeah. This is crazy. <laughs> now I can't unsee it. If, if Shane was just yeah, like a mega yeah. fuck up, yeah, this is if he Shane would was be like Charlie. stupid and like yeah, like you said, like he would just they're they're the same person, like the way they react to things and speak. Yeah, yeah, I agree. No, I don't like that. No, I, I'm know, gonna have to see that I can't time. unsee I see it. It's always it. Sunny. Ever since I had that I, that thought pop into my head, I, it's like I can't unsee it. Um, so we'll wrap up here. We got like no real NFL news, but we just finished a fantasy football rookie draft. Um, so I wanted to hit on that. I was, I was the the fourth pick. So I had the 104, the 204 and the 404. I'd previously traded my 304 to, to Clegg. 
Um, you took Traylon, them from Traylon me, Burks and in the first round to 104. Um, I was between a couple of people, but I, I just kind of liked him and I liked what he was going into. Um, and then in the 204, I took Rashad White running back from Tampa Bay. I think they're going to have a need there in a little bit. I really liked his production in college. So I, I went with that. And then I took Matt Corral, quarterback of the Panthers, with the 404. And I took him over Malik Willis. I actually wanted Desmond Ritter, but I think maybe yeah. Carl took him in the second round. But that was the quarterback I was looking at. Um, but I went with Corral. I mean, honestly, I don't have too much faith in Malik Willis. I think he never really, like, made it through. Mm-hmm. He was at, like, Auburn or something like that. Like, he was in the SEC, but he never really, like, shined through. So then he transferred to Liberty, and he, you know, beat up on Sunbelt teams. And I don't know, had a good season. But well, I don't know how well his skill set is going to transfer. Um, and, you know, in, when you look at the Panthers, they literally said they regret – picking up Sam Darnold's option before he played a game for them because he's fucking buns. So they're going to be looking to move on to him. And hopefully like, if not this year, next year, Matt Corral is going to be the starter there. And then hopefully he's, he can be nice for the future. And my quarterbacks in that league are, were Dak Taylor Heineke and yeah, somebody else. I think, I think Justin, Justin Fields, Fields kind of still has potential to have a breakout. I, I, I look at him the same way that I looked at uh, um, Jalen Hurts last year. A little bit. I think Jalen Hurts is still, like, last year, I think he was still a little more talented than Justin Fields is now. But they kind of have the same play style. Like, Justin Fields got legs. I think he just needs to get better with his his downfield passing. And, you know, they – two years ago – or Jalen Hurts two years ago – didn't start at the beginning of the season. He started the end of the season and Justin Fields, right. same way he came on the end of the season. So although like both of them played like a portion of their rookie season and their second year is going to be like their first year fully under yeah. the helm, like the team is theirs. Justin Fields is just in such a tough situation. They in Chicago, dude, they're bad. They don't have receivers. They don't really have tight ends. They got David Montgomery. That's it. And like Matt Nagy's a knucklehead calling the plays. Um, but I agree. I, it's, you know, this is kind of like a show me year and like Justin Fields has to be good enough. And if he's okay, then it's going to be the same as Jalen hurts where it's all right. You know, you, you, you stepped up from your partial performance in year one to year two, you got a full year, you know, you kind of made some mistakes. You got, you know, some things to learn, some growth needs to be had, but if you can take that step year two to three, you know, we'll keep you around. And I think like, I can see unless Justin Fields goes crazy. Yeah, this I don't year, really see that happening. Over. I also think for him to take that between two nah. and three year step, I think the Bears probably need to get him a few more weapons. They don't need to be anything crazy, but they need to give him something, yeah. dude. You know what I mean? Like he has Darnell Mooney and David Montgomery. That's pretty much it. Yeah. Demir Bird, yeah. And I think Demir Darnell Bird. Mooney has a chance to to really be somebody. Um he was pretty decent last year for the way Allen Robinson played. I mean, Allen Robinson kind of fell off the face of the earth, but Darnell Mooney stepped up, had a few good weeks there, dude. Yeah, I think Allen Robinson was yeah, like game yeah, planned out of the offense. Yeah, Matt Nagy is a knucklehead. Um, yeah. 
Um, but they also have one of your draft yeah, picks, Velas he, uh, Jones. So this is this was my whole idea going into this draft. I traded my one. I had the one hundred and one, traded it to Carl for Deshaun Watson, which is kind of scaring me now because another allegation or lawsuit just came out yesterday. Um, I, I saw that. I mean, I'm gonna stash him. Whatever. I have Russ as my quarterback right now. So if Russ can get me through this year healthy and you know, I think Deshaun Watson will come back at some point and still be Deshaun Watson, especially with the Browns offense. He'll be fine. So I traded that pick away, and then I ended up with the 106 and the 111, and I was going to take Traylon Burks because of what you said. I liked the situation that he was going into um, in Tennessee, and then you snagged him, and I was like, damn. So I had to pivot, and I didn't really know who I was going to pivot to, so I was kind of sitting on it for a while, and I decided to go with uh, Christian Woods. What's his name? Christian Watson, Green Bay. Um, Christian Watson. He's going to have Rodgers for this year at least. Although I did see Jordan Love was kind of getting some love um, in regards to QB1 talk. But, dude, there's no other – there's really no other weapon in Green Bay. So I think there's going to be a lot of opportunity for targets for him. Right. Who knows? He could be a stud. He's going to have Aaron Rodgers thrown to him at least half of this year. Depends on, you know, how – what their game plan is. Um. But yeah, he's just gonna have so much opportunity in Green Bay, so I couldn't, yeah. I couldn't pass up on him. Plus, his his route running is is very crisp. So, go if you have that going into the NFL with the opportunity to yeah. have a shit ton of targets, like I think it's a solid pick. Um, and then my, I was almost, I was almost more excited about my second yeah, when, pick. But go ahead, what were you gonna say? Yeah, so I was gonna say. Christian Watson goes to a situation where there is no number one. Devontae Adams, gone. Valdez Scantling, gone. Now their number one is fucking Alan Lazard or Randall Randall Cobb, who's on like one of his last years. Like he he's not gonna be there long. Um so you know, he can grow into the one I kinda look, at, I kinda look at Christian Watson and, you know, be good not for as a while. the same player type, but kind of like the same situation as Devonta Smith from last year, dude. Like we really had nobody receiving wise last year. We did have Jalen Hurts, but right. the Packers have Aaron Rodgers, so that's an upgrade at quarterback position. He's going to be thrown at like you know, he's he's just going to have a bunch of targets. Um, so I yeah. took him. I took him my first pick. My yeah, second pick I was excited about because I didn't think he'd fall to me. But Sky Moore of the Chiefs. Um, I'm kind of high on him this year, only because of you know Tyreek's gone. Um, Juju's in Kansas City, so he's going to be eating up some targets and or not targets, but he's going to take away some of the defensive alignments um, that way with Kelsey. Um, yeah, but then but then so is MVS. Yeah, but he's MVS there too. is about that. And you still have Byron Pringle that's, and that's Demarcus true. Robinson, but Pat Mahomes, like he's always been a spreader. Like he's doesn't have Tyreek now. He's always been a spreader of the ball. Yeah. I think Sky Moore can come in and kind of play as a lesser Tyreek Hill role and kind of grow into a bigger role in the offense, especially if he shows, you know, promises, um, stretches of promise for, you know, targets or something like that. But I think the the Chiefs offense, just yeah. ha- they just have such a good offense where anybody that's on that team is going to get an opportunity. And I was like, I might as well take Sky Moore, dude. I'm putting putting a lot of stock in my quarterbacks um, for my receivers. Might as well make it Pat Mahomes and Aaron Rodgers. So, and that's true. That's true. Um, and also, like you said, it's it's hard to be like, oh, like that Chiefs offense is just so good. So you got to think the pieces are going to be good. 
And that's where I'm thinking about, like, in redraft, I'm like, Clyde Edwards-Alaire is going to fall in value. I got, I took him in the third round last year, and even he didn't even return that value. I fucking traded him. Um, but, like, yeah, how do you not that's take Clyde? T- that, the, see, that's the thing, though. The running situation in Kansas City is tough, dude, because they have such a good passing offense. You just don't know, I know. what the running situation is going to be like. But now Daryl Williams is going to be gone, too. So it's like... Okay, Daryl Williams was good last year. Excuse me, but like, he's not there. Who would anymore. you compare like Clyde Edwards Hilaire? So it's like, like Derek him in his Gore. situation to like who? Who else is kind of in the same boat as him? Would you say like maybe somebody in like um I don't even know. Maybe like in Denver with Melvin Gordon know. and Javante. Nah, cause yeah. both I mean, Clyde's good, good dude. Thing. He had some health issues last year, but I think he's just, he's kind of stuck. I know. Yeah. Um, I don't know. And actually, they did, they that's brought in Ronald yeah. Jones. So, so if they're, that's, that gonna, might, that that's definitely going to eat into, into his, his, his touches and like going into like a triple, or no, you said what's his name's not there anymore. So it's just going to be those two, but it's they're still going to use it as like a system. They're not going to be, you know, this guy is our workhorse yeah. running back because it's just never been like that in Kansas City. Right. No, um, no. And you might get Derek Gore mixed in there too. He because he had a few good dude, showings. You know, last who I'm year. excited to kind of like see what or not. Like, I'm I'm excited to see what happens. The situation in Jacksonville with Travis Etienne and James Robinson. I'm excited to see how that turns out. Yeah, well, James that's, Robinson that's coming tough. off the Achilles. Yeah, then he yeah, didn't and he like do one his of Achilles the last, last weeks year? too. Yeah, that really sucks for him. Yeah, but Travis yeah, Etienne, tough. what didn't he like tear his ACL? He didn't play at all last year. Uh, probably. Yeah, he was out for the whole fucking season. Rangers are up four two, four minutes left in the second. Oh, quick little update: the uh, the match right now is tied, going into the last hole. I think. Ooh, Aaron Rodgers just hit a big putt. Um, you know who I'm excited for this who? year to see kind of how they are. Yes, dude. Kenneth Gainwell. Yes. I'm just interested to see kind of what role he grows into, right? Because like you look at his at his like stature, and you're like, okay, like he's like a Boston Scott like point like 2.0, or like you know just the second version of him. Um, I don't know, but like there and like I'm just kind of interested overall to see what happens with that running back room in Philly. Like, what's Miles Sanders going to be like? Like he Miles Sanders needs to have a good year if he wants to like establish himself as the RB one here. Right? And it's going to be tough to do clear. that when your quarterback is Jalen Hurts, who's eating at half of your your rushing yards. And right, I mean he, Jalen Hurts led our team in rushing touchdowns yeah, last year. It's yeah. just going to be the way it is with that type of quarterback. But which I'm fine with, dude. You know what I mean? Like I don't care who's yeah. scoring the touchdowns. Yeah, yeah, as a fan of the team, I don't give the a touchdowns shit. as long as we are scoring the touchdowns and keeping that balance between our passing and rushing game. So, one hundred percent. Um, you also took Tyquan Thornton, wide receiver out of New England at the three hundred one, and then like I yeah, said, yeah, those before, two Bellish last picks, Jones those two last picks were more so of my team that I have now is already strong at the running back position with um. Najee Harris and, and Zeke. I mean, Zeke is kind of kind of on the decline from the last two or three seasons. 
but he's still Zeke. Like he's yeah. still, I'm still going to start him every week. He's healthy for the most part. Um, and there were just like the running back class this year was there was like two guys maybe, and Brees Hall was off the board in the first pick. So yeah, um, I think the second pick that went was yeah, Ken, yeah. Kenneth Walker, Mr. Kenny Walker, Walker, Ken Walker, Mister Walker. I would have loved to get him if he would have dropped to the 104. I would have loved him. Um, I would have taken him over any wide receiver. Um, what else do I have in here? Jake, I think he had a decent draft only because he had two guys that I really liked. Yeah. He got Jamison Williams at the 110. Um, I really like Jameson Will- I was Williams. Gonna, I was going to um, take him because Jake had the pick to, before to me. I was going to take Jameson Williams over Sky Moore, but. I was like, it was those two guys. I was like, I'm going to get one of these guys. If Jamison falls to me, I'm going to take him over Sky Moore, but happy to take Sky Moore. That's how I was at the 304. I was like, I'm going to take either Matt Corral or Malik Malik Willis. I had him in my queue, but it was mostly only if Matt Corral got picked because I liked Matt better Um, or Greg Dolchich. But I think Andy picked before me. No, no, Andy picked after me. Whoever picked before me picked Greg Dolchich. So I was like, all right, because I was really, I was like, my tight ends aren't great, and my quarterbacks could use like a little bit of like stability, especially like for the future. So I was like, let me see. Um, like I, I don't know what position I where I want to go here. Like, do I want to get a tight end or a quarterback? I was like, fuck it, I'll go quarterback. Um, it usually take tight yeah. ends longer to develop too. And Andy, um, but. Then whoever Andy in the, the uh, end, so. CCU dynasty, as he should, I I'm gonna commend him right now for taking Isaiah Likely because if he didn't do it and he fell to me, I was gonna do it just to do it. I mean, I have uh, I have super yep. high on this year, David Njoku on the Browns and um, uh, Darren Waller. I think. Let me see. Yeah. That could be a potentially nice stack That's, in the second half of and the dude, season. And, dude, Joku was Njoku. a piece that Carl wanted for me in the trade for Watson. And I was like, dude, I'm not, like, like I know it's kind of, like, a stupid, like, thing to not trade for on. But I am I I literally am trading Watson for his ability and the stack with Njoku because Darren Waller is kind of old. He's not old, but he's, like, getting up there in age. David Njoku is a stud when he's healthy or can yeah. be a stud. And I think if this yeah. – I think I have Harrison Bryant Who, in that league, so I hope he sucks. I don't that dude. He looks yeah. good when he's healthy, and he's shown flashes, especially with having Deshaun Watson I at the know. helm now. Like I think it's going to really open up his game. So kind of high on that. That was like that was like a major factor of me trading for Deshaun to the Watson, fantasy. not just I get Deshaun Watson. Right. I was listening to the fantasy footballers, and they were talking about um, Njoku and how Watson's going there. And they're talking about like when Watson was there. Remember, David Fells was like a fucking stud tight end because yeah. he was getting a touchdown yep. like every week. And it's like that's that's what you can get. Like Watson's gonna throw to his tight end, like the big man in the fucking red zone. Like he's gonna hit him. Like I mean, not all quarterbacks are like that. Some quarterbacks, you know, are Aaron Rodgers right. and they're gonna feed Devontae Adams, or they're Matt Stafford. And they're Do you think where what are your feelings on today, Junior? Where are your feelings on Cooper Cup this year? You think he's gonna repeat not repeat but like have the same season yeah i yeah. think he could yeah um uh, but i'm like just like i haven't done a lot of mock drafts i did like one i think 
I don't know if you remember where he went, but I just have a feeling every that mock he's draft go I've high, done, he's um, he's like too top high for four. My I think he's gone three or four in every mock draft that I've done. I've probably done three or four, but I'm not taking him right. Top and three, I'm no. I'm not doing that. Um, I would treat him like a Tyreek Hill. Like if I'm if I get a seven or an eight pick in one of my leagues, or like somewhere between like six and nine, and he falls like six might be hard to take him, but I I'll probably do it. Um, if he's there, but like if he's seven, eight, nine, like if he drops, like depending who else drops, yeah, I yeah I'm really the same like way. That. I'd probably, I mean, there's like a there's like a squad of like three or four running backs that are gonna go in the top five picks, and then I think Cooper Cup is one or two. Him and Devontae Adams are probably like the one and two wide receivers that go. But if I have a top, if I have a pick in the top five, I'm probably not taking Cooper Cup just because one. I think last year what he did was a little bit of an anomaly. Like I don't think it's it's I don't think it's random that it just happened. Like I think Cooper Cup is a stud, but I don't think, you know, he's like established like solidified himself as the wide receiver one. You that can't, kind of production right, you and can't also replicate. like, you know, he stayed healthy for the most part all last year. Like who's to say he does that again? Correct. He did stay healthy. Um and, but he does have like a good mind meld and a good connection with Matt Stafford, and like they have Allen Robinson coming in, which you're okay, but like not this. Right. They don't have the same kind of connection. Um, and they still have Van Jefferson, but like that's not much. Like OBJ is not signed anywhere. Um, so like like he certainly can repeat and have just an outstanding year times two. Um. And I'm sure he will, dude. Like, if he finishes as like not a top five wide receiver, like he'll probably be top three. But if he doesn't finish as top five, I'll be fucking yeah. very surprised. Or 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 he gets an injury and then I'm like a, right. like a bad injury and um, then I'm not surprised. But if he's healthy for the whole season, I don't see how yeah, he's not a I top five wide receiver. Devontae Adams, uh, Jamar Chase, and Cooper Cup are probably the top three receivers going into the season. Like fantasy value wise i think jamar chase i think jamar chase has a better chance of yeah. doing what he did last year this year than cooper cup doing what he did last year this year yeah jamar chase is a stud it's it's they got a lot they do, of good and they just uh there. they made a few moves or i don't know if they drafted or made a few moves but they like solidified their offensive line a little bit didn't they yeah, in the off season, we talked about some of the pod. They made a lot of good, like a lot of like three or four or five, like an entire offensive line worth of free agent signings. Like at least more than half are all freshly yeah, signed. Yeah, dude, and, like, and getting Joe Burrow that type of protection is pretty scary. Like he did what he did last year with the line that he had, and now you're giving him a better offensive line with the weapons on offense that he has is scary. But then also they have such a good offensive line. Think about what that's right, also right. going to do for Joe Mixon in the running game. Now you're going to have a you know a potential. With a terrible like he line. was really good last year. I mean, he helped me get a, a fantasy championship. Right. So like he could you know have an even like an even better season. And then do the play action off of that, and then fucking hit Jamar yeah. Chase deep ten times a game, and like you know they have the potential to be something serious this year. And their defense was like solid last year i feel like they could they could make another good run especially like you know 
the health is the thing. That's that's the thing that like you know sitting here in June, it's like oh like, I love this scene. One like, or two paper, things go wrong, great, and but it's, it's like, like crumbles, dude. You know, yeah, you're gonna get a few injuries. You're gonna have a few holes in the fucking lineup, and it's you know yeah, everything that's, goes that's to football, shit. dude. Out of course, the most physical sport and probably the world other than maybe like rugby yeah i mean that's the thing is it's it's all sports that are going to have like those injuries pretty much but like football yeah you multiply it's, those injuries by it's like three. you almost expect injuries for certain players and in going into a football season like baseball you're like oh aaron judge or john carlo can stay healthy like yeah they're gonna miss a few games here and there but you miss two games in in the NFL, and that's like a good chunk of your season because you only play seventeen regular season games, dude. You miss you miss fifteen games right, right. in the MLB, and it's like that's pretty normal for like a for like a healthy season. Yeah, yeah. You right. just there's certain games you just don't play. Just, like you're yep, just a healthy. Like now we're just gonna get like, you some rest today. Pinch it off the bench if we need you, but take you're just gonna have an off day today and. Yeah, rest you. can't do that in the NFL. They do they do yeah. rest days in the NBA too, but I mean not as often. Uh, and it's get it's scrutinized a bit more. But like the the NFL season is just so short that when you're missing time, like you're you know especially for fantasy, your production yeah, is for sure very hindered. I'm uh, dude, talking fantasy football makes me so excited for NFL season. It's crazy. Um, dumb hype dude. maggie said that she joined the league but i didn't see her in there so i'm gonna have to figure that out when i have her phone in my hand tomorrow all right sounds good um and to our listeners you let us know if you want to be in the listener league we'll start uh i'll start keeping tabs on my phone somewhere um you guys just hit us up in the dms they go down um you know, we'll get you on the list. We're probably gonna do a league of twelve. Probably do a full PPR. Probably do pretty much the same as last year. Maybe two good thing here or there. I think we did like an extra wide receiver. Maybe not. Maybe we just did no defense. I think no we, defense. No I kicker. think we did defense. We just didn't do kicker, right? Because we did. We did kicker and no coastal defense. chicks because that's just like the most basic way to to do that, but. Yeah, that's like the OG fantasy, and we wanted to give everybody the OG fantasy experience. Um, I'm pretty sure random roommates. We did no defense, no kicker. So, yeah, I think you're right because we did you we drafted our see. team when you came down, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We did, we did. It was just one QB, two running backs, two wide yeah. receivers, a tight end, two flex. We'll probably do the same. Maybe add a flex. I wouldn't be opposed because I feel like our anything. bench in that league every year, or not every year, but every week, we always had somebody where we were like sit or start, and we always had like one guy on our bench like having a good week. Yeah, we had a tough season because we had Derrick Henry. We drafted him first overall. We had Justin Jefferson, who had like an okay season, but I feel like I don't know. Was he injured? I feel like he missed some games. Yeah, they just just didn't, he up. didn't have the same type of season he had his rookie year. Yeah, I lied. He didn't miss any. No, he had he had a solid season. Honestly, I don't even know why I'm talking shit on Justin Jefferson. I fair. think he was just overshadowed shadowed by Jamar. Um, but we also oh, had yeah. Darren, Darren Waller, Waller was who, out for a bit. 
we had we had Darren Waller who who missed a bunch of games. So between him and Derrick Henry, it was a tough year for the boys. Would we end up third? But uh, or, or no, we got bounced in the playoffs like the, uh, like the first round, right? Let's see. No, yeah, we got third. It's not bad. We we beat Bango Bagani. 118 to 94 for the third place game in the final week. Dude, we were so fucking close. Dude, we were so close to winning the title in this league. In the semifinals, we lost by 1.4, 1.42 to be technical. 1 133.24 to 134.66. And then um and then in the last week we had one eighteen point oh eight and Clay had one nineteen point five four. So like we like we would have we lost the semifinal by one point four and we would have oh lost God, the final dude. by one point four. That's crazy. <laughs> we'll get them next year. Yeah, hopefully. We're gonna get we're gonna get some some shirts yeah, ordered. We'll have those out before before the next fantasy season kicks off. Um, if you want shirts, if you want to play fantasy, let us know. We'll get you a shirt. We'll get you in the fantasy league. Other than that, have a great day. Have a great weekend. Enjoy the weather if you can. Make somebody you know smile. The drill. Smooches. That too. Your next laugh's on us. <laughs>